my God, I'm the Marmite of social media. Hello, everyone. My name's Carl. And I'm Missy. And welcome to another edition of the Here and There show. How are you, Missy? I'm fine. How are you, Carl Madden? I'm splendid. I'm singing because right before we started the show, I was going to look for the here and there reviews, the American reviews. We always get more British reviews than American reviews, which is fine. But I signed on to my to iTunes to look it up. And all of a sudden, I heard Miss Saigon playing. And I thought you were doing it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, isn't that sweet? I mentioned to Carl that I love Miss Saigon and he's playing music while I'm well, I put him on hold to search for this. And so I start singing to it. And you're like, what are you doing? What are you <laughs> doing? And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. I'm singing. And then I realized it was me that was playing it through my iTunes. I had no idea. I went through like, what, a minute and a half of the song before I realized it? <laughs> and then you called me a daft mare. A oh, daft mare. It's yeah. the first time I've ever been called a daft mare. <laughs> I wasn't oh, offended, by the way. Oh, I was just about to check. Are you sure? Because hold on, let me check. Say- let me check the offensometer. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. No, we're good. We're good. Absolutely, has not lifted. Needle has not lifted. I'm good. Because the way it should run is, you should now be taken to Facebook and saying, "I cannot believe that I've oh. been insulted and slurred in such an offensive, <sighs> disgusting, reprehensible manner." And if I lose friends over this, I don't care. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen those. What is, what, what is going on on Facebook? I do not understand it. Uh, I've got friends. I've got, I've got some American friends other than you, Missy. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, I've got a few, and I follow them, and they say some of the most, I will say, not benign, but inoffensive things. However. For some reason, from whatever they type in about whatever subject, normally the first five are okay, and then you'll get someone who says something totally unrelated, it seems to me. And from that point on, the offense starts. And then the other people don't seem to be have that little function in their head where they'll just go, I'll ignore ignore this twat, this obvious twat. I'll ignore him. (laughs) They think... Oh no, I must type on the keyboard and reply to this person rather than just hitting ignore. I must feed the fire. I must feed it. I must throw some kindling in there with my comments. You know, I'm I'm always careful. I think you know this. I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. Uh oh. See by saying I'm gonna sneeze, I'm not gonna sneeze. I hope I don't sniffle into the microphone as I'm known to do. I'll do my best. I know, right? Um but I'm always really careful with what I put on Facebook. I really never look to offend. It's not like, oh, I'm going to write this inflammatory post that's going to get people talking and get them mad, but, and then that's going to drive but, traffic to my site. I never do that. I, I but you really, do sarcasm. Huh? What is that? I am fluent in that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm fe- unfortunately, it seems a lot of your fellow country persons aren't. They don't. There needs to be a support group for these folks. They, I think they w- they want to laugh. They want to laugh. They want to they want to join in the fun, and they just can't because I don't know. They're wound just a little too tight, just a little, mm-hmm. just a, little, a couple notches past what's healthy, and and we need to get back there. But I always am careful with what I say, even when it's something that's really heartfelt. I put something on Facebook this morning. It was really heartfelt. It was just about coming together, and I'm like, so far so good. But I'm kind of watching it, thinking I don't really think there's anything. Anybody could take offense to in this post, but I'm always surprised. 
It's like, oh, you found something. It surprises me. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. So Daph Mare, I'm good. I'm now intrigued. This Daph Mare is good. Oh, okay. I'm now intrigued what you posted. Oh, it was uh... nice. It was a nice, it was a, it was like a human interest story about the hurricane hitting Florida and Mm -hmm. how this woman went into a, uh, a home improvement store and to get a generator. Her dad is on oxygen. He needs the generator to find out that the last one had just been sold and a man who had a generator saw her in physical distress, crying, upset, and offered her her his generator to which she broke down in tears. Hugging occurred. It was a beautiful moment. It was people helping people. No committee, no department, no mandate, just mankind looking at more mankind saying, hey, I'm going to help you. That's the way it should all work. And it was a beautiful thing. And I shared it. And then I put a post with it about this is cool. And you always notice like we all come together. Any country will come together, or I I would think most, when there's there's a crisis, when there's a, a disaster or a tragedy And just like in life, when you've got something that's like a huge over, you know, you lose someone you love and it kind of, somebody gets sick, it snaps everything into focus, Mm -hmm. right? You get perspective right away. And it's, it's such a shame that it takes something horrible to make you realize the good. And so I was trying to like in my own way, put that out there, you know, kind of we're all in this together. Everybody just be cool and be nice and and care for one another. So, so far, so good. I'm waiting for someone to say something. (laughs) I'm just waiting. So if I go the day and nothing, nothing happens, I'm going to be very proud of Facebook, a Facebook kind. I'm I'm expecting you to get something because of this one line here. All right, here we go. Oh, you read it. Oh, no. no. What does it say? Note. American media, I hope you pay special attention to the last sentence because it especially pertains to you. And what was that last sentence, Carl Madden? Let me, let me go what back. Was it, what uh, was the sentence I don't that care if you're skinny that? or fat. I don't care if you're skinny or fat or vegan or hunter. We are people together on this planet. Stop focusing on all the stuff that doesn't matter. Actually, Boom, it's only it half is. of that. Stop <laughs> focusing on all the stuff that doesn't matter. But they can't do that because bing, then bing, they bing, wouldn't bing, be on bing, bing. air for 24 hours a day. We have to like find that little thing and it's like... Do you remember when you was young? I know it's a long time ago. Think back. Hold on, hold on. Hold on just a minute. Hold on. Bum, 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 bum. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, do you remember how the news used to be presented to us? Was it on 24 hours? I mean, I, I know it came cable news and stuff came to you a lot quicker when it came to us over here. But for me, the news was on at, It was on in the morning at some point. It was on at 6 p.m. in the evening. Right. And it was on at 9 or 10 o'clock at night, depending on what channel you watched. Yes. And that was it. It was. That was it. And then there was a newspaper and you had to wait till the morning to hear what happened during the night. And now we have this 24-hour monster that we must feed. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, strangely enough, you talk about papers. Even papers have changed now today because I was I went out for fish and chips in London. How about that on Saturday? Oh, what a surprise. And it's in the East End. It's this lovely little chip, expensive chip shop. Oh, lovely, lovely little chip shop. Uh, uh, and on the wall, they've got these old newspapers from around the First World War era and some some of them go back a bit further and every single story they got the whole page front page up and i read the entire story and the entire story was quotes from whoever it was they were reporting on there was no opinion there was no nonsense there was no waffle there was no man on the street what do you know, <laughs> what do you know? that's 
That's wacky. Call me crazy, I know. It was actually news, and it was actually written in in a a perfectly grammatically correct, for the era anyway, uh, uh, way, and it wasn't sensational. It wasn't like, oh, look at this, like... Some celebrity flashes her drawers or whatnot. It was all drawers. <laughs> oh, come on. Her drawers. Here's my drawers. It was, it was all wonderfully incisive. And I knew, I mean, here I am, like almost 100 years later, reading the same, wait, yeah, reading the story. And I got all the facts I needed from three right from, from columns of news. It was you know, amazing. It's, I believe that things should be in bullet form. If we put <laughs> news out now and the new rule was for journalism that everything has to be in a list. Like in bullets, you know, you give a presentation, you know, you have to, you have to have just, just the bullets, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts here, here they are. This is what happened. Here's the details. We're done. CNN will do this thing where like, if there's a, if there's a tragedy, it'll be like what we know so far. And there will be bullets. And I'm like, why can't we do that all the time? Why can't it just be bullet, 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 bullet? Mm-hmm. Right? And they say, oh, I don't want the filler. I don't want your opinion. I don't want your, you know, I don't want the way it's tilted one way or the other. Just give me the facts. I can figure it out. I'm a big girl. I can do it on my own. I don't need your help. Thank you. He's great. I mean, that's what I, I personally, I could be called totally, totally. I mean, it's been known before. I've been wrong before. It's been no. pointed out to me so many times. Anyway, yeah. but no, I mean, once you have a channel that's just, you know it's just running twenty, you've got to fill that airtime. You can only do repeats so often, and once they learn that, oh look, if we if we if we just point a camera at this door and say, "Well, there's something going on behind this door," we're not quite sure what. But many moments ago, someone walked through the door, right. paused, and then came back out again. But uh, yeah, but we are standing here waiting to find out what is actually going on because we have worst. no idea. It's the but, worst. It's the worst. Stop watching it, everyone. And the worst thing is when something does go on. Like for example, we've had attacks here in London. You watch this stuff, and it's oh, it just make you afraid. You like you get in touch with your friends, make sure they're safe, and that's it. I mean, what else? It's just it becomes car crash TV after that. It's it's well, horrible stuff. Right. I don't like it. It is horrible stuff. It is. It. It. I. I. You know the me- American media. I just. Ugh. I think you'd be a good anchor person, though. Do you do? I think you could. I think you could do that. Hmm. You know, actually, no. The roving reporter, I think, might be. And now we go. We cut to Missy. We ca- Here I am. Here I am on the street. Here I am in the middle of the trade show. And I'm here to interview so and so. That would be so much fun. Could you do it? Could you? Could you do it, Snarky? That'd be more th- fun. They do anyway. What are you talking about? Here, <laughs> they, whenever they hey, talk oh. to the man on the street, here, you're man right. on the street, oh, here's something right. that you've probably right. never heard about. I would about. do it. I could totally do it. In fact, I bought it. I bought a dress. I don't know. It's about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> there was this this thing that kind of went viral online and it was this dress that all the newscaster women obviously were wearing and it showed all this <laughs> more interesting if the guys were doing it i gotta say i know how to like put that there were all these it was the same dress in different colors and giving the weather and it was kind of like what's with this one dress so i found it and i bought it and i've yet to wear it the joke probably isn't there because it's a year later but if i ever did that carl madden i'd put on my newscaster dress looks mm-hmm. like star trekky um yeah I, I could i could totally i could totally be a man on the street and interview people totally do it so yes. if anybody needs a woman on the street if any of our three listeners decide that's something they need 
hit me up. You should just go out and do it anyway. I mean, you got you just got the following. Just you're the camera. I'm just gonna stop in the middle of it. I did that once at a trade show at a photography convention. I always joke that you can put someone on a stage, and it doesn't matter who mm-hmm. they are, and it doesn't matter if they have cre- they have no credentials. They really do not have the experience to be teaching you jack squat. But we can put them on a stage, and be, by virtue of them being on the stage as a speaker, the audience mm-hmm. goes, "You are the expert," and exactly. what you are saying must be true because you're on a stage. How would you be there otherwise? Exactly. So it's just funny. If you, if you act like you know what you're doing, no one's going to question you. So I was at a convention, that was probably four years ago. <laughs> I just stopped two, two models on their way somewhere. And I said, can I stop you for just a moment and give some posing tips? And they're like, oh, okay. You know, because they're hired by the, the convention. So how do they know I'm not supposed to be doing this? And so I stopped them. I've got my lanyard. I'm like, and then a crowd forms. There's like 30 people. Oh, maybe not that many, maybe 20 around us. Someone was, was, people were taking their cameras out and they were recording <clears> it and I was posing that and, and it was, and I was, it was goofy. Right. And I'm like, okay, I want you to, I want you to look at her, smell her. And then I want you to look, <laughs> I told the woman, I want you to look off into the distance and think to yourself, did I leave the oven on? You know, I had these, it was it was funny. And all these people were there and people were taking pictures of the posing. You know, it was Uh-oh. it was exciting. But it's just that thing. It's like you just put someone on a stage and act like you know what you're doing and people will think you do. Well, and you- that's a scary thing. <laughs> But you don't even need to be on a stage. I've got. Have you? Have you never done this? If next time you go into your city, um, with your friend, do this. Stand on a busy street corner and look up. And both, both look up, and one uh-huh. of you start pointing, and you wait and see how long it takes for other people to come around to go. Oh, what are you that. doing? I don't want to miss out on that. What is there? And no one wants to say anything because they don't want to be like, I no, should be I can't seeing see it. it. I should be seeing what everyone else is seeing. And if you want to really push it, then. Talk to one of the strangers. Go. Can you see that thing? Can you see it out there? I'm waiting for them to say you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely, completely, completely get that. Because we don't, this is the whole, you know, the emperor's cl- new clothes and all that stuff, isn't it? We don't want to be, look stupid, even though we do most, I, I do most of the time anyway. I have, I have no problem going, I don't understand this. I don't get this. What is happening here? I have no problem saying that. I would rather rather have someone explain it to me so that I know rather than try to go along with it. Agreed. Agreed. I do that when I go to weddings. What's going on here? What's this about? Why are we here? Why? What, what are you doing? Madness? What are you doing? What is wrong with you? Are you all seeing what I'm seeing? Madden. Yeah. What? So here's an exciting thing that happened to me. We'll get off our ragging on the American media. Um, okay. I went to see Pat Benatar in concert last night. We are young. Heartache to heartache. It was so great. Um, it was in an outdoor amphitheater. I went with uh, well with friends, but my friend Perfect Michelle was there. And and Pat Benatar, she's a tiny little thing. And she's mm-hmm. what, 64, I think now? What? No, you go away. No, I looked it up last night and I just sat in my seat. And I, was like, I feel like I should have a cane or something here. Because Pat Benatar is 60 freaking four years old, Carl Madden. And you should hear her sing. The woman's got pipes. She still puts on a show. It, it was great. She's five foot, exactly. She's tiny. She's a tiny little thing. You know, everyone looks bigger on a stage, right? Everyone looks bigger on a stage. But she's a tiny little thing, and she can still sing. Um, I've got a question for you then. If she was on the stage, 
How do you know it was actually her and not just some imposter with there's, a tape? Okay, there's yeah. this. So you just I'm, said it yourself. I'm sitting. Well, they have these. They have the like the monitors on her, and you can watch her. Yeah, but they could be fake. They fake could be you know, monitors. It's, it's on TV. Oh, this is pre-recorded. I uh, Toto open for them. <laughs> now I'm not a huge Toto fan. I can I can think of three Toto songs total. Total Toto songs. Say that three times real fast. And they came on to the stage. And I'm thinking to myself, I wouldn't know if these were the real guys or not. I wouldn't know because it's 30 years later. Nobody uh-huh. looks the same. I don't know if it's them. Kind of sounds like them. Are these the real guys? I'm on my phone. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know. I just went with it. Lead singer <laughs> had sunglasses on the entire time. Concert was outside at night. It was dark in the audience. So I'm not really sure if it's like, I have no answers for that one. Maybe he has like an eye thing. I don't know. He sounded good, but don't know about that. Um, so th- they did their thing. So apart from singing Africa 20 odd times, what else are they going to do? I don't, they kind of ended with that. I think that's their big hit. And I still don't know what the song means. After why? I just know that we bless the rains down in Africa and everyone's saying, ah, bless the Everybody's like, they're, you know, they're, they're one guy in the front had a lighter. The rest, Everybody else had phones. I'm like, I don't even know what the song means. But, but why does Mars fit, uh, factor into it? Though? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, why do it? Well, it's nothing more than 100 men from Mars could never do. Yeah, 100 men from Mars. That's what I thought until we started this show, listeners, right? That is my hand on my heart, what I thought Toto was singing about all those years. And I thought, what's Mars got to do with anything? There's nothing that 100 men from Mars could ever do. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And I thought it meant alien invasion. I had no idea what I thought it meant. Like so many other lyric weird things. I wonder how many people <sighs> you sang those lyrics in front of. <laughs> and nobody well, wanted to tell you. There's nothing that a hundred men or Mars could ever do. You'll be quite surprised, actually, because I was on the stage the other night uh, at this amphitheater wearing glasses so no one would recognize me. And I sung it then and no one noticed. <laughs> like the lead singer from Toto. He had the glasses on. And you sang Mars, no one's going to know. They were so inebriated, nobody was even paying attention. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure it was drink. It was drink. They're like, yeah, Mars, yeah, no one's going to know. No (laughs) one's going to know. But they were they were good. I only knew, like I said, I only knew three of the songs. Um, it's like okay, and then uh, and then Pat Benatar came out. It was kind of a thrill, like a little thrill, little thrill. Um, but she left the stage, and she was with her husband, obviously Neil Giraldo. And they left the stage though. Why did you say that like I should know who it is? It is Pat Benatar. He's like a big deal. Is and the, the thing I've always liked about them is that she they're they're a team. And they've been a team. I mean, she's who she is because he's... What was that noise? I don't know what that was. What was... That was not on my end. No, I need wasn't. to point out to the listeners that that noise was not from me. It wasn't It must that, have been from one of us. It was... Mm, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. Okay. I'm... Oh, maybe... No, that was a while ago. Mm, <laughs> hey, I've got nothing turned... Oh, I've actually... Oh, it might have been me. there it is. It I just me. want to point out again... <laughs> That that was not me. That noise didn't come from me. I've said that many times in my life. That was not my noise. Um, Yeah, so she left this. So Pat sang all her songs, and then she left the stage. Good night. Good night, everybody. You've been great. Without singing Heartbreaker and Hit Me With Your Best Shot. I'm like, what? I'm like, come on. I'm pretty sure she's going to come out and do her encore with those two, because those are like the biggies. And she did. But I thought if she doesn't, I was fully prepared to just rush security and pound on her door, demanding answers. 
come on, Pat, I know you're in there. But don't you just hate those artists who, who don't, who do that? They've, certain songs made them famous. And because, oh no, now that was a different time in my life. I wouldn't be taken seriously now. I won't, I won't do the old material. But it's got to be. You, but you've got it. You know that. We're all there. We all want it. We all want it. You're yeah. Harvard. We all want to sing to that. But at the same time, you can understand. Listen, I have been singing this song for what, 40 years? I don't I, care. I, I've paid you money. I you don't well, she did it. They did it. Except they broke <laughs> the middle of Heartbreaker. Or was it Hit Me With Your Best Shot? I can't remember. Uh-huh. They broke into, like they kind of segued into Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. It was an odd choice. I wasn't really sure. I just wanted them to finish the song. And they broke into that. And I was like, oh. so that was, I was like, oh, don't. That's making me sad now. Go back. Go back to your song. Um, But it was good. It was good. Uh, my friend, Perfect Michelle, mentioned during Toto's performance at one point she leaned over and said that it reminded her of a geico commercial (laughs) i really don't know what i think it might have had something to do with the cocktails ahead of time but i don't know it was funny it was my favorite quote of the evening i always have quotes from an event like my favorite quote from this entire trip was this that was my my favorite quote um and then we were singing hit me with your best shot and we were doing a little video of us like i turned the camera come on let's do a selfie video and the guy behind us did this excellent photo bomb. Oh. It was excellent. He was, I, I don't know who he is, but I'm thinking if we ever take the show on the road, we want him in the show because it was good. <laughs> he was doing good. But it was fun. It was fun. And then my last thought on the evening was Pat Benatar is 64. I know they've got two kids. They're both married. I don't know if they're grandparents, but how cool would it be to say, my grandma's Pat Benatar? Oh my God, you win all the brownie points everywhere. How about my great-grandma is Pat Benatar? It could be. that kind of rhymes. I don't know. She's <laughs> up there. She's rocking it. It was good. 64 was hard, though. That was when I really realized her age. I was like, what? No, no, you can't be that age because that would make me. No, don't no, do you can't. No, don't, I'm not doing it. Don't. You can't do it. So anyway, it was really, it was a good night. Everything was great. And I bought a t-shirt and some, it was fun. It was a good night. Good Pat Benatar night. You naff get out there, don't you? I gotta say, you gotta go to all kinds of exciting, weird stuff in your little town. I mean, I, got, I know we got loads going on in London, but basically, I see a pub and that's me done for the night. So well, you gotta, you gotta put it out there. You gotta, you gotta put it out there, <laughs> I man. I can't, I can't, because the last time I did, I got arrested. Well, so you gotta be careful where you put it out, where you put it, and how much is put out. But um, yeah, I try to, I, t- I try to get around, try to attend the things. <laughs> Try to tend the things now and then. Be a moot your star. You know, I, I saw that post, uh, post on Facebook a little while ago saying that you need to speak out about things and, and whatnot because of your 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 notoriety. And I thought, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble for that post. I know. We won't go back to that we one. We won't go we'll back to that one. one. We're in a happy place now. now. We we had a I had a message from our, our dear drinking friend, Roger Nash, again. Roger. And he had a couple of questions, which I can't believe are true. So I'm going to see. I'm going to okay. run those by you. Oh, and okay. And see if you know what, what, what he's, he's, he's on about here. Run it by me. Apparently... You guys in the USA don't know what twiglets are. A twiglet. <laughs> that is the nicest way I've ever heard it. A twiglet. A twiglet. A twiglet. A twig. Okay, don't tell me. A twiglet. Okay. A twiglet. Now I can do anything do, with do, the do. with twiglet that ends in a let has got to be a little thing. It's a twiglet. Mm-hmm. There's a twig yes. and a twiglet. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I, I'm following your logic so far. A twiglet. Now, one would think that it would have something to do with trees, but I'm going to say no. 
A twiglet mm. is either something you wear or something you eat. Am I right? Yes, one of them. <laughs> I'm a twiglet. It's Roger. So I'm going to say it's something you eat. <laughs> What you suggested? Yes, but yes, carry on, oh, carry look on. At me. Okay, okay, okay. Twiglet is something you should eat. Should be on CSI. A twiglet. I, I know this. Is, <laughs> all right. <laughs> CSI um, twiglet. Okay. Pi, <clears throat> pi, missy. Okay, twiglet is something you eat, and I'm going to say that a twiglet is something sweet. It is not something mm. savory. Uh-uh. Oh, a twiglet is something savory. <laughs> well, well done. How'd you guess that? Thanks. It's. <laughs> It's got my P.I. A twiglet, a twiglet is a food, it's a snack. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It is a snack. Oh, okay. It is a snack. You wouldn't go, I would like my entree to be a twiglet. You would never say that because <laughs> it's a do, snack. But... Okay. Right. A twiglet is a snack and it has meat in it. No. <sighs> um, well, oh, I don't know. Oh, there could be some well, meat twiglets. Mm, maybe not. No, I'm trying to. No, I, 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 it's no, it's not. I, it's not meat, is it? In in this stuff? No, of course it ain't. I don't think it's it's uh, yeast it's, or it's a, it's like a baked good. It's a bakery item. It's. I gotta tell you what it is. Just tell me, because <laughs> this could go on forever. Yeah. How long is the show? So as you as you Google it, Google Twiglets. Oh, I'm gonna Google Twiglets, Twiglets. right now. And it's, it's a wheat based snack. It's a little. It's a little stick of 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 wheat based snack, and it's covered in marmite, and it. You either hate them mm, or you don't hate them. I hate them. I hate them personally. Disgusting, what horrible is things. Oh, that's a whole topic of podcasting on its own. What Marmite is? Oh, oh. I see them right here. They look like pretzels. A small yeah, but bag. they should be long. Yeah, but they look like they look like little breadsticks. They look little like knobbly sticks. Little knobbly sticks. Knobbly. Are, and, but they're not filled with anything. No, they're just they're like a cracker. Wheat-based stick. Yeah. It's just they a, look yeah. like a pretzel yes. stick. But they're covered. With Marmite in, smeared up. And Marmite is on the outside? Mm-hmm. Which I hate. So I've never liked these bloody things. <laughs> Do they sell well? Uh, there's a few people who like them in this country, yes. Mm, are wheat-based <laughs> Snack for the t- taste of twiglets derives from the yeast extract used in its coating, mm, just like mother used to make. Ugh. No, I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to pass. I does Roger like them? Uh, um, a lot, a lot of I don't know. He, he didn't actually say. He just he just said someone in the <gasps> USA didn't know what twiglets were. I've I thought never they even were heard universally- of them. No, see, in fact, and then this marmite is in is made from yeast extract, a byproduct of beer brewing. I'm surprised you don't like this. Yeah, this I know. is it's right good. up your alley. <laughs> but I'll, start, I'll take a pint enough. and a bag of Twiglets. Thank you. See, there's a thing. The advertising slogan is you either love Marmite or you hate it. There's no middle ground. I think all. most people it's think that about disgusting. me. <laughs> well, especially I've if heard Facebook that said bias. about more than uh, Marmite. Oh, my God. I'm the Marmite of social media. <laughs> <laughs> I should put that as my tagline. That's my new yeah, tagline today. Right. You either love it or you hate it. It's no in between. There's no middle ground here. Oh, oh dear. Gosh, yeah. So, Roger, no, you are right. I had no idea what a twiglet was. I really, it sounded like, reminded me of like, a, like a, a, like a sweet candy snack. A twiglet. Mm, let's get a box of twiglets and popcorn for the movie. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, but it's different. I get it. It's like a cracker. It's like a pretzely thing. Okay. Kind of, kind of. And he's, he sent another question as well. Okay. This one I can't believe. Right. I don't understand. If you're an English-speaking person, I cannot understand how this could be true. Apparently, the USA doesn't know what beans on toast is. I can promise you that no restaurant that I've ever gone to, and not that I've gone to every restaurant in the US, but no restaurant I've ever gone to has offered a menu item of beans on toast. 
No, you're you're missing a treat. I gotta say, this is this is my culinary skills right here. Beans on toast. What That's me of, done. What kind of beans are they? Are they like navy beans? Heinz, Heinz baked potato, baked potato beans. Oh, it's like a can baked of baked potato. <laughs> you guys put baked beans on toast? Yes, it's lovely. But some, you know, all those beans with the c- oh. ketchup and stuff. Mm-hmm. See here, just heat. No, 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 no. Here they're a side item in and of themselves. You like put them, you'll do like, we'll do hot dogs and baked beans. So you'll put like, cut up the hot dogs and cook them and put them Franks in the and baked beans. Franks and beans. Franks and beans. Franks and beans. That's an office <laughs> reference. Um, okay. But <laughs> but no, we would never. Do you butter the toast before? Well, how, you how, how, hang on. How have you had these things and spoon? never thought to put them together? No, because hey, it's, it's, a, it's, you a, to- you put it's like toast a bean on the plate. And a, bean and bread to me is kind of the same thing. It's like a, it's like a carbohydrate. It's the bean and the bread. So you don't put the same thing on the same thing. It's like putting, I don't know. I don't, oh, see, I hate when I have to come up with an example and I can't <laughs> think of one. It's like uh, beans and mashed potatoes. I wouldn't put those never, together okay, in the same right. thing. Right, I'm just going to say there, Missy. If you've never put beans and toast together, you need to do this. You need, you owe it to yourself to do this. I owe it. I owe just this put to some myself. Toast, two slices of toast on a on a plate. See, butter them if you wish. A little bit of butter. All right. And then warm up the beans and just pour them generously across both lots of bread. And then do you and eat then it with, with a knife you, and fork? With an, knife oh, so and you fork, don't pick yeah. it up and eat it like you would toast. Can do, but it gets soggy pretty quickly, so you don't want to do that. Okay, for you, I'm going to I'm going to go buy a can. I'm not really big on buying cans of pork and beans or whatever they are, and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to and I'm going to put them on toast. I'm going to put it on Instagram just for you. How how is it not possible that uh, uh, the entire continent of America has not heard of putting beans on toast? Not, is, it's a breakfast food, isn't it? There, it's a breakfast food, right? It's an all day food. Oh, it's you a, eat it all day. You've had too much. T- yeah, of course you can. You can have it as tea, as lunch. It's filling. It's, it's, this is, you know, this is what college kids survive on <laughs> for years. I understand as after I did a Google search that there's also a British singer called Beans on Toast. A British folk singer. <laughs> Uh-huh. Beans on Toast. And it does kind of sound like an indie band. Hi, we're Beans on Toast. We'll be playing all week at the Sunshine Theater. I love this. <laughs> if I Google Beans on Toast, there's a site called Learn English. And it says, one, put the bread in the toaster or under the grill. Two, open can of beans and empty into a pan. We don't know this. Three, eat on low temperature for about five to eight minutes, stirring Regularly. Mm. Four, butter toast and put slices on plate. Five, pour beans on top of toast. Season to taste. Lots of pepper is good. You know, and, and you would think <laughs> that the name of the dish would give it give the uh, execution of the dish away. Beans on toast. How do I do that? For years, I was putting the beans on the bottom, toast on top. It didn't really work. It doesn't work. Toast on beans. Toast. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. You got to be really specific. Yeah. Beans on toast. Oh, I get it. I get it. How have you never? Oh, you got to try this. You I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it this weekend. <laughs> this weekend. It's not as if you need special equipment. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Hang on. I'm clearing my whole weekend for this. <laughs> Stay tuned. No, watch it. Actually, we should. What you need to do, I'm thinking about this, for your family, you need to prep it, do it all, and just slide it in front of them and say, there you go. What is this? Why are there, be- <laughs> why are there beans on toast? Why aren't the beans just in a bowl? You need to set your video camera up beforehand as well. I don't, so just, we got I don't understand piece. what we're eating. What is this? I don't get this. <laughs> and then give them some, and say, and then when we're done, we're going to eat some twiglets. <laughs> <laughs> well, put the twiglets on top of the beans and toast. It, it's a perfect storm. <gasps> it's a oh. perfect <laughs> 
bad choice of words at the moment. Sorry, I didn't. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, we're. I'll try. I'll try it for you, Madden. I'll try the beans okay. on toast and see and see how it goes. A little Heinz baked beans. Little toast. Does it have to be a sp- particular kind of toast? White toast, whole wheat toast, rye, sourdough, pumpernickel. I don't know. Can you get white bread? <laughs> oh, so just plain old white bread. Plain old white bread. Let's no make it as basic bread. as possible. Is it no? like bread in like a like you buy at the grocery store bread, or is it like a bakery bed bread? Oh, what? No, it's just like what's that Wonder Bread? Did you have Wonder Bread? I, I think do. that looks about- Wonder Bread. Yeah, Wonder Bread. Got that? Okay, got it. Got it. I can see it in my mind now. I can see okay. the beans on the Wonder Bread toast right now in my mind. I am wait. I am expecting a full report about mm. this on our next show, and mm. so is Roger. So. Oh, Roger, yeah. Okay. Can you put cheese on it? Cheese on beans on toast? No, I was, yeah, I was going to suggest you sprinkle a bit of grated cheese on top as well. It's, oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Can oh, you yeah. put meat? What? Meat on cheese you? on beans on toast? Meat. <laughs> well, why would you want to? Chick- chicken, on, chicken on cheese on beans on toast. It could I'm be, sure you could do, you could do yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Actually, the options can do are endless for beans on toast. They are. But I, I think you should try it all natural first. And I don't mean eating naked. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanksgiving, <laughs> we could do turkey and beans on toast. I, I just see so many possibilities <laughs> for this. Put the beans inside the turkey. That'll give them a fright. <laughs> what else this? Okay. Yes. Well, Roger, thank you for those, uh, those two culinary... Um, Culinary suggestions. I might try to order some Twiglets from Amazon just to see what they taste like. Are you t- hang on? Are you telling me you cannot get them in like Walmart or whatever oh, grocery there's, stores there's, near you? No, no one's selling a Twiglet here, Madden. You're not gonna buy a Twig. You can buy a Bugle. You can buy a Dorito. You can buy a Cheeto. You can buy Funyuns, but you can't buy a Twiglet. I'm gonna do Twiglet USA and see what comes up. It's not. Right, it's not happening. Day. It's not happening. Oh, Amazon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon will will sell you anything. So that's what I'm saying. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. What uh, the hell? This. Mm-hmm. This is. I just. It's weird. The things you find when you search the something completely unrelated online. Fine. Right. There's there's a site called British Corner Shop online in Britain. Now, what would be the point of that? Because virtually every corner in Britain has a British corner shop. I am confused. And their prices are bloody dear as well. So I wouldn't shop there. I don't even know. I know that James Hart years ago had said, had talked about his love of Jaffa cakes. Oh, that, are you telling me you don't have Jaffa cakes? I ordered Jaffa cakes just to try. They're delicious. We don't, but we don't, oh, have, yeah. we don't have Jaffa cakes here. That's because that probably that orangey. Oh, but that's what makes it good. Illegal. Mm, mm. There might be some specialty stores, you know, like we have like an import store. Like mm, we have all these. Oh, we have all these specialty British items. But you just can't go in a grocery store and say, "Hey, where's the Twiglets and the Jaffa cakes?" That's not gonna happen. But I can say, mm. "Where's the baked beans and your slice of your uh, loaf of Wonder Bread?" I can say that. <laughs> So yes, we're good there. Uh, right. We're good there. Again, again, I just found another site. Uh, it says BBC America: five British food items you will not find in a major U.S. grocery store. I'm you. First one: chocolate bars. Well, flipping hell! Every country's got his own chocolate bars. Big deal. Second one: sausage rolls. Seriously, uh, a sausage roll. I'm assuming that's sausage, like pigs in a blanket, sausage wrapped in a in a dough. Yeah, yeah. That's all well, that you, is. you can't. That we call those pigs in a blanket. I don't know. Uh, pies and pasties. I don't even like the word pasty, but <laughs> it's lovely. Cornish pasty is a we don't have, we thing. don't do pasties. We don't do little meat pies. Can I get a meat pie? People are like, no, you can't. <laughs> you want some chicken or something and a pie, but you can't get them. No, we don't. We're not like big on. We're gonna put the stuff in the in the in the um pastry and we're gonna seal it and we're gonna cook it and then you're gonna take it with you. We're not big on that. 
So no steak and kidney pie there? No, no. And even if there was, I wouldn't be eating it because, you know, the, the third word in that, steak and kidney. Oh, so <laughs> no. No. No shepherd's pie either. Oh, shepherd's pie is good. But there's oh, a- they certainly can't get it. Okay. Oh, we can get shepherd's pie anywhere. Okay, here's the next one. Right, now, I could be... This, this list is rubbish, obviously. Rubbish! Apparently... You guys don't do pop drinks, fizzy pop drinks, like, I don't know, Coca-Cola, for example. I think we consume more Coca-Cola than any place <laughs> on the planet. I could be wrong, but I, of course, we. Could. if there's a fizzy drink, pop, soda, whatever you call it, depending on the region you're from yeah. in the US, oh, they're everywhere. This, this is, and the last one you guys apparently don't have are crisps. Or potato chips, oh, as you might know them as. Excuse me. What a Does rubbish. the word lays make a difference to anybody? Only when I'm lucky. Oh, Madden, Madden. Yeah. What? What? Sometimes I'm tired and I get to lays down. <laughs> what? So bad about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is rubbish. You need to comment on that post, on that blog post. <laughs> this is rubbish. Oh, I, look, they've turned off comments. Yeah, because enough people were telling him it was rubbish. Well, I was only the BBC. What do they do? <sighs> BBC America, even worse. <laughs> BBC America. God, whatever. Whatever. Just give me my, my cooking oh. show, my British Bake Off, and I'm Doctor happy. Who. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. So there we go. So that's our that that's I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to talk about this week, man. Well we we could we could talk about reviews. We could talk about reviews. But done that. Because <laughs> oh. there's not one this week. Not one. It's my sad song. Oh, it is. Okay, well, I don't know. No, we need reviews. Please, please send us reviews. We need them. You're breaking our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that was that was. I think I've got to write a review now after that. <laughs> well, you know, with or without reviews, man, it's always fun to to spend about 40 minutes and just talk about mm. nothing. Shooting We're the, the Seinfeld breeze. of podcasts. <laughs> God. Darn straight. <laughs> if only we were. <laughs> Uh, okay. But that's yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All so right. we are we have we have discussed off air our plans to do the drunk episode, yep. and we have got a plan on how to do it. It's just now it's down to I can throw you under that bus again, Missy. It's just down to Missy to give me a date because she's the important one here. Because because oh, I yeah. finished work by the time we record the show, Missy's still stuck at work. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it all comes down to when Missy's available to do it, and it shouldn't be well, it should be too far in the future, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to happen. Well, we have a plan now. We have a bad judgment. We have a plan, and so we're going to put that plan into action. Indeed. Our, we, we were able to sync up our schedules time-wise because of the big time difference between thee and me. And so we're able, to, we were able to sync that up, and so I think that that's going to be a lot easier because I have to do it on a day when there's nothing else to do in the afternoon. <laughs> You can just nap. lay around all afternoon. Yeah, mom is home on the couch. No, it's um, it'll be it'll good. We, we came up with a plan. I feel good about it. It's going to happen. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. That's it again for another fortnight or maybe slightly longer. Until next time. So, Missy, great to talk to you, and I'll see you next time. Yes, Madden, be good. Thanks for listening, guys. And if you're in Florida, be safe out there. Indeed. Stay safe and be nice to each other. Bye. Bye. Bye.